you want to rewind it? Do you want to rewind it? We'll just record over the pieces that were missing. No, there's no rewinding. Yeah, you just on the cassette player, you just push the rewind and then no. we'll hold the play and the record down and then you record over that. Yeah, I, I'm not recording this on a cassette. I should probably be doing that. Well, wait, how does this get recorded then? Um, I'm not sure. You need a cassette player in order to, because who do you mail the tape to when you're done? I mail it to all of our listeners. <laughs> yes, exactly. You make the copies and then you send it out through the mail. I've got to get busy doing that. You want to use my garage to ship those cassette tapes out? Yeah, I'm going to. I'll send them up to you, and then you send them out from there. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay, Nige. Okay, we'll talk to you later. Talk to you later. Well, hello, ladies and ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Let me see if I can get this volume right on this thing. I'm sorry, I'm going to be experiencing some audio difficulties this week, and that's just part of what's going to be happening. I can tell you that that's the truth, because it's just the truth. It's the truth. Um, I had some problems. I called up Nigel. That happened this week, Um, and he's going to be appearing later on the podcast, as he did last week on the podcast. Nigel's back. Although, you know, new problems, new problems. The call recorder thing that I used to record the Skype call uh, came out a little bit hot. Our voices are a little bit hot. So I hope that you can bear with me through that part of this, this episode um, because because I think you, you will enjoy listening to me and Nigel having a conversation. If you have in the past, then that's going to happen again. But uh, that's going to be a little bit later. I just got back from... Minneapolis, Minnesota. And so thanks to everybody who came out uh, to Acme in Minneapolis. We had a great time. And that's where I was. Guess where I'm going? I'm heading off to Denver, Colorado, November 7 through 9. I'm going to be at the Comedy Works in Lodo. That's lower downtown. And then in November the 15th, I will be at the Zanies in Chicago on Well Street. And the 16th of November, I'll be at the Zanies in Rosemont. November 17th, I'll be right here in Santa Monica, where I live, doing a show at Magicopolis to benefit my kids' school. There's a link on the website to go and buy tickets. It's going to be a great show if you live in the L.A. area and you're interested in... uh, It's a comedy show. You can meet my wife. She will be there. (laughs) And uh, a lot of other very funny comedians. Greg Barron, who was on the show last week. Derek Hughes, Owen Smith, and Lori Kilmartin. So come check that out in November the 29th through December 1st. I'll be in Fort Lauderdale at the Improv. And December 5 through 8, I'll be at Hilarities in Cleveland, Ohio, taping my next comedy special. That's December 5 through 8 in Cleveland at Hilarities. You can uh, check them out on the internet. Link there from my site, jakethis.com. You can call them on the phone right now, 216-241-7425. That was kind of fast. Shall I slow it down? 216 is the area code for Cleveland, 241-7425. I'm pretty sure that's the right phone number, but again, if you have any problem, oh, geez. Now, now we're getting into phone numbers, giving out phone numbers on the Internet. That could be, that could be a mistake. What if I was wrong about that? Well, I don't think I was. I don't think I was. And I think I'm allowed to give out phone numbers on the Internet, on a podcast, if you even know what a podcast is. That was the thing that I experienced last week in Minneapolis, talking to people who were enjoying the the comedy show that they were at. 
you know, it's hard to explain. You, they think that you're trying to get them to do something that is just a pain in their ass when, when really what you're trying to do is to give them something that's free. But I don't have to explain it to you. You're already listening to it. But try. Do me a favor. Do me a favor this week. Would you go out and try and explain what a podcast is to someone who doesn't know? And then, after you're done doing that, take their phone away from them and subscribe them to my podcast. It helps out my numbers. doesn't really matter if they listen or not. Um, and I don't know what are those. What, are, what am I using those numbers for. I'm my own sponsor, and you just listen to my gigs. You can come out to see a show. It's all about us being together at this point. And someday, you know, someday, maybe there's advertising. I don't know. I don't know if that's going to happen this time in this universe on this show. But... Uh, it would be not, I got to get a PayPal button. That is just all there is to it. You're probably listening, thinking I got a PayPal button. I don't. I can't believe this guy doesn't have a PayPal button, and it's not supposed to be even that hard to do. I think I can do it. Maybe next week is next week is my week to get a PayPal button on my website. Hey, check out my website, jakethis.com, and see if there's a PayPal button on it. And if there is. Give me a dollar just to see if it works. Or give me a hundred dollars just because you're generous and you want to show me. <laughs> you do whatever you want. You know, uh, I'm doing fine. But if you want to support the show, I'm going to get a PayPal button. Meanwhile, you could go on iTunes and give the show a review. What about that? What about, what about, hey, what about me starting to talk about something besides promotion stuff? Well, okay, I'll do that. Um, I was listening to NPR this morning. They were talking about this ore fish that they found up in Malibu. It's this weird-looking fish. It's kind of got a long body that's shaped sort of like a submarine sandwich, I guess, or only sort of squished, and it's got a frilly little um, fin on the top that it wiggles, and it just it works itself vertically in the ocean, and it's way down, hundreds of feet down, and it just sits there and eats little shrimp as they float by. That's its old job. Now, doesn't your life seem more exciting? That you picture that oar fish out in the open just vertically just hanging out? waiting for shrimp to swim by. I mean, when you look at the thing, the pictures of the one that they caught, you can Google or fish if you've got time, <laughs> or you could just let me tell you about it and try and imagine it. Um, but it has kind of an iridescent body and these big sort of, they look like feelers coming off the top of its head and then two that feeler down from its body. I'm sure those are some kind of finny things too. Look, I, I, I'm, I'm here to tell you that I don't understand or fish, and most people don't understand them because most people haven't seen them. It was a big deal that they found this one. Um, I, I, I can't, I couldn't really figure out if it was washed up on the beach or if it was just in the shallow water, about to wash up. It was deceased, and uh, they live in deep water, like I said. So maybe it, uh, well, maybe something's wrong in the world of or fish. Maybe this is the beginning of the end of it all. We'll all look back on that time we found that or fish on the beach at Malibu as the beginning of the end. That was the indicator. That was the ore fish in the coal mine, so to speak. Canary in the coal mine. I don't know. Do I have to explain canaries and coal mines to you? I can. Um, that's one of the few things I can explain. Back in the coal mining days, they would be worried about, uh, you know, there's, there's all kinds of gas down there that's not oxygen that can't you can't breathe as a person. So they'd have a canary down there. And if the canary died... And that meant there was not enough air in there to support that canary. You better get out of there because it's almost time for you to run out of air, person who's watching a canary. That was our best indicator of how to live our lives was watching a canary. Anyway, coal miner, that's a tough job. If you're listening from a coal mine right now, 
Oh, holy cow. Thank you. My hat's off to you. you got a tough enough life down there in that coal mine. If you're just listening on the treadmill, crank it up as always. Or if you're driving in your car, hello. But if you're in a coal mine, wow, thanks. I wouldn't have thought you would be in my demographic. But uh, I'm glad to find that you are, and I look forward to seeing you at a show after, of course, a good shower because you you get dirty work down there in a coal mine. I mean, that is some hard. When you think about your job and what you do for a living, if it's not coal miner, um, you can be glad that you don't have to work as hard as a coal miner unless you work in a steel mill. Those are hot. You could burn yourself, you know, molten, molten metal. Forget about it. Who wants to be around that for 30 years until you finally are eligible to retire with full benefits that then it turns out that the, your boss lost at the casino because he had all your retirement funds bet on, uh, I don't know, some kind of credit default swaps if they still sell those. They probably sell something like them. You know, they quit selling them for a while after the big government catastrophe or, or economic catastrophe, not government catastrophe. I was thinking about the government shutdown. That's what got in my mind just now, uh, which is now the government is not shut down. It's shut back on. And I'm going to talk to Nigel about that in a little bit. Um, you know, here, maybe this is what the best thing we could do right now. This is Here's my advice, <laughs> and I'm going to give it to myself, and then I'm going to take it, and you're going to see how that happens. Um, I'm not normally this crazy, or maybe I am. If you're a new listener, this is it's where it started. It's underway. The show is underway. So I'm going to I'm going to hook us over to that conversation with Nigel, and then I may be kind of interrupting back in to help out, or in case if the audio quality is completely um, weird, maybe it may seem later on what's happening now between us may seem like a relief. So let's see what happens. Here's Nigel. Are you ready? No, I'm ready. You ready? Hello. Good morning. <laughs> yeah, we're live. <laughs> we're live. I've got the podcast machine. You got Christmas lights. You got fuzzy dice. Yep. We're ready. Let's do it. Um, we're ready. Nigel, how have you been this week? <sighs> Pretty good. Pretty good. Been a solid week. Uh, still in Canada. Yeah, still in Canada. The government, we so got our, chilly. We got our government back, back on. on. Yeah. The government's back on, which it was, is nice. They said they called it an anticlimactic end to the government shutdown. Well, you just postponed it. It's going to happen again in uh, February, right? Well, you'd like to think that, wouldn't you? Well, no, isn't that what they said? They just kind of delayed it, and then they're going to do it again? They're just going to I don't make th- a big, long speech about uh, ducks? And shut everything, shut everything. No, out. I don't think that's going to happen again in February. But maybe I'm naive. Maybe it is going to happen again, and I'm just wrong. I hope not. People seem pretty angry. The the press up here has been that people are like, "Hey, screw this whole government! Everybody, you guys are all a bunch of idiots." Yeah, there has been talk that they're going to vote everybody out. But I, I you know, I, yeah. if they could, if if there was a button in our house that we could push to just flush Congress down the toilet and just start all over, I think we would have done that. But. Uh, but that yeah. didn't. But that didn't happen. And so, yeah, well, I do hear that uh, that Ted Cruz guy. He's talking about, uh, you know, he's this is he did the right thing, and even though it didn't work, he may try and do it again. But I think that cooler heads will prevail, and hopefully, we won't <laughs> shut ourselves down again in January. I hope. I mean, this is going to be ridiculous. <laughs> I like that he's thinking about doing it again because, like, even there was a lot of people at his own party that were like, "What are you doing? Don't do that." 
No, right? I know. I mean, that's, they, they came out afterwards. A lot of people were not really on board with him doing it. Well, I, I think that the reality is is that uh, those guys might have to go off and form their own. Like the Tea Party might have to f- turn into its own party just because the Republican Party, they're, they're sort of able to force the Republican Party to do stuff that they want based on, hey, if you don't do what we want, we're going to vote more of us in and more of you out next election. Or, right. you know, you won't be able to be the Republican Party. You won't be able to do anything. If you don't have us, then now we're both a minority. But, uh, you know, maybe what is going to happen and the Republican Party will split in two and the Democratic Party will split into two or five. I mean, you know, when you get oh, those people be great. together. Just a ton of parties to vote. America, land of choices. Well, then, then you'll have coalitions. Then the Green Party will have to get in coalition with the Choice Party, and and or the or the uh, Tea Party will have to get in choice in a coalition with the uh, anti-abortion people, or maybe those are all the same. I don't know. I can't say that I understand it. All I know is the government's back on, and I can go to my national parks. I haven't been to a national park in years, <laughs> but I could go now. It was so bumming me out that I couldn't go. Now I can go. Yeah, I mean, I feel I feel like there's a lot of people not affected by the shutdown at all. Like, if there was a strike, it was super ineffective. I mean, I feel like a lot of people didn't, like the general public. I mean, I'm not saying. I mean, obviously, if you were working, if that was your job, it was it affected you because you weren't getting paid. But I mean, the general, the public at large, it seems like was like, yeah, I don't know. Really, they're not working. Well, unless yeah. you went, unless you went to a national park. Well, said, that's the thing is they shut lot. down the national parks and and the government employees were not getting paid. But I think now they're going to get back pay. This is the thing. The reality of the whole thing is it's going to cost us a ton of money because to turn it off and then turn it back on, that's yeah. not free. And it's not like we saved any money while it was turned off for a couple of weeks. All those people are going to get paid for not having done their jobs. Yeah. Now, now they're going to have. Yeah. So it was just completely a mess. And uh, financially, I mean, it was a bad idea, and I think we're going to do it again. Eventually, well, no, I don't think we're going to do it again. What do I think again, Nigel? I don't think we're going to do it again. But you think yeah, we're going to do it sure again? Yeah, I'm not sure what you think. You're you're being a politician now. You're saying, <laughs> you're giving both sides the same argument. Yeah. Well, I started off thinking we weren't going to do it again, but maybe we are. Yeah. That's maybe just everyone will get fired. I don't know. What? There's. Maybe everyone will get fired. Maybe some of these people will get fired in the meantime. That, that would be great. That's, that's, that's the, the that's somebody getting fired song. Yeah, that's we're firing everybody in the government. It's time to pack your bags, Congress people, because you're out of here. And do the robot while you're going through the lobby, if you don't mind, for the security camera. Well, I think a lot of people, I think, I mean, what you guys just went through, people should be super pissed off about but i mean i think in general people are pretty pissed off with politicians like up here right now we have like our our senators are everybody wants to fire the senators because and same in um in ireland right now right have you heard about that they're trying to they're trying to vote and get rid of senators because they're just like they don't do anything they're just these bureaucrats that sit around and take big paychecks are the senators and, like your the senators are your that's like the in england that's the rich guys who have land who can never get voted out or is it or, yeah they're like they the elected? house of lords guys in in england so they're not really england. elected they're just they're there all the no, time no they're like appointed and they just get a huge salary and they work like 80 days a year or something yeah, those D-bags are on their short list of get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah, and then, well, there's a big thing now because there's these two – there was a couple that just – they just went through a thing where uh, 
a couple of them are sort of fired. Like they're going through one of these, these legal things where they're sort of trying to, because they audited their expenses. And there's Pamela Wallen and Mike Duffy and some other guy, I don't know who they are, but they got caught, you know, stealing tons of money. Or, you know, not stealing, but they were expensing stuff that they weren't supposed to expense and living places where they said they were living, but they weren't really living there. So they were taking a living allowance and all of this kind of horseshit. Well, it's good so to the, know that that's like, going on in Canada as well. Yeah. So these guys are now kind of outed. Mm-hmm. And and everybody's just sort of saying now, like, why don't we just get rid of these fat pricks? You know, like, what's the what do they even do? Really? And most people are like, I don't know what they even do. Do they do anything? Because most of the time they're not even there. Right, but well, they are taking a huge salary and claiming tons of expenses and goofing around. So I don't know. And they're doing the same thing in Ireland. I just was reading a thing about how saw a news story that they're doing the same thing. They're like, hey, maybe we should just get rid of some of these guys because they're just sort of fat. So in Canada, you have your par- you have your parliament, which is like your Congress, and then you yeah. have your House of Lords, which is different from our Senate because our Senate at least are elected. Yeah, no, these guys, the, our senators are just like, uh, they just, yeah, nobody elect. And I think that's one of the things they were saying in Ireland, too, is maybe they should be elected. Because I don't yeah. think theirs are elected either. And they're like, at least if you had a say, maybe, you know, you could vote the guy out or whatever. I don't know. I don't know what the hell's going on. But these guys, the two, like Pamela Wallet and Mike Duffy, are really two of the fattest, like, you know, they're already rich. Like, they were both um, uh, broadcasters. Like, they were both had shows and stuff up here. And so they're kind of famous people already. And they look like... You know when you say like when they draw cartoons of like fat cat Washington bureaucrats, that's what they look like. They look like big fat. So like, if you want to turn them into a pig, it would be so easy. Like you just kind of have to put like a curly tail on on their already image or whatever. So it's it's kind of like they're the stereotype, gross looking person to me. It's like look, you're already rich and you're soaking taxpayers now. Just go away. So you're saying literally they're fat. They're not just metaphorically fat by being rich, but they're literally fat people. Yeah, literally fat people, like the not stereotypical. That, not that, you know, if, if, you're, if you're a fat person or an overweight person, nobody's making fun of you. But if you're also no. rich, maybe you should <laughs> hire a trainer. <laughs> well, I'm just saying in terms of being politicians, like when, when they talk about being at the trough and like fat you know, yes. fat cat or fat pig politicians at the trough. Like, they literally fit the stereotype perfectly. We have some big politicians. Chris Christie is a big man. Yeah. Yeah. But he's not He's but, not doing himself any favors. Ted Cruz looks fairly fit for a man of middle age who's got a job. Yeah. Yeah, at least don't be the stereotype. You know, I think that helps. Well, and it's, all, yeah. it's also kind of weird when you see these guys who have... They already have their own money. They're already rich. And then they're still cheating. They're still trying to cheat the government out of money. It's like, come on. Yeah. Well, well, not not only the government, but, like, people. Like, you're taking money out of the, you know, just the regular folks. That's our money. Yeah, when they're They're cheating the government. We are the government. That's what I'm I'm trying to say. We're paying. That's our tax dollars. Yeah. Well, I think that's how they see it, though. They're like, well, I'm just stealing money from the government. And it's like, well, it's not, not really. You're... You're stealing, or maybe that's how they rationalize it to themselves. Like, yeah, they just print more. I just feel like they're idiots now. They're just making, uh-huh. like, they have no idea how things work. They're like, I'm just stealing money from the government. We'll print some more money, and uh, I'm gonna go eat another hoagie. <laughs> another hoagie? 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe more or less another tray of lasagna. Yeah. Getting too thin, I gotta live up to the stereotype. Well, they say we're gonna have I guess the Congress the Congress, I guess. I know that our Congress turns over. They all are up for re election every two years, so we've got another election next year. We're all Congress is up in a third of the Senate. So we'll see what happens when we get to vote again and who we'll all vote for. But I got a, a feeling it's just going to be shuffling around. You know, there'll be a few changes or maybe there'll be big changes. Who knows? Who knows? I would like it if all the parties split up into their own little interests so that then instead of having to just toe the party line, they had to really actually work out a compromise with this is what I want, this is what you want. And they would have to work out a deal with some other um, coalition party. That's how I'd like it. That's how you have more than two parties in Canada. Yeah, but it's always, always kind of. I think in every country, if you, it always comes down to the two, to sort of two, sort of boils. And then there's a bunch of other spinoff ones, like the, you know, the Green Party or whatever. The people are like, yeah, whatever, you have your own party. But they need do your thing. But Nobody's they need. But the two big parties are not fifty percent, so they need at least no. one of the other. Yeah wimpy yeah. parties to get on yeah. board to there's do always their thing. kind of the two i feel like in every system it winds up with the two kind of major ones and then a few smaller ones and but that changes because you like you said people form they kind of join together or branch apart or i don't know i don't really understand how it all works yeah i, I just know either. that i just feel like it's all the same people like just what you're saying it's all the same people and they just shuffle around it's the terrible people from high school. Yeah, it's the terrible it's the people terrible from high people. school that wind up in charge of everything, isn't it? I mean, yeah, it well, just is so like, why? I can't think of any politician who I'd really love to be hanging out with, except for Bill Clinton, because he knows where the pot is. Um, <laughs> yeah, he likes music. <laughs> yeah. Not that I even want to smoke pot, but I want to hang out with the people who are smoking pot, because they're cool. Um, yeah. Mostly until they get super stoned, and then it's just yeah. you gotta wait. Until you gotta wait a while. Really paranoid that they're no fun at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, relax. We're in your basement. It's totally fine. Yeah. Chill out. Yeah, I think that uh, it is like the politicians. You would like to think that somewhere out there, there's a politician that gets into it to you know do something good for the nation or the people or whatever. But it seems like I think even the people that get into it with those motivations those motives are quickly corrupted and they're just like, oh, yeah, right, we should all just be stealing and being assholes. Yeah, well, it is or, you funny. Know, or, the, or the guys that are stealing being assholes are like, hey, let's get rid of that guy as soon as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They fire you. Well, it's we, we like being yeah, a, like we don't need his we don't need his input. <laughs> it's like it's like when you get a job where you're in a union, and then they and then the other guys you you're like, hey, I'm in the union. This is awesome, and you're working your ass off. And the other guys finally have to have a meeting where they go, hey, will you slow down? Because you're yeah. starting to make it hard on us, we all have to either either you slow down a little bit, or else we all have to speed up. And we got yeah. this kind of sweet the way we like it right now. Yeah. Um, so um, I was in Minneapolis this week, mm. and uh, so I get there on Wednesday, and it was great. So thank you to everybody in Minneapolis who came out, um, and also the St. Paul people who drove. But but I get there on Wednesday, and the other comics are telling me, "Hey, Prince." You know Prince? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that guy. Yeah. The artist formerly known as Prince or, or actual Prince? I think he's Prince again. But, yeah, they're the same guy. The artist formerly known as Wait, Prince. Wait, that's the same guy? The artist formerly known as Prince and the artist currently known as Prince are the same guy. I thought a new guy took over because he was formerly known and then currently it's a different Prince. It's a very small man. It's a new tiny man. I'm pretty over. sure it's the same Prince. Oh, okay. But, it is the same guy. Okay. And, you know, just for for future reference, there is no Big Richard. You know, there's Little Richard, but there's yeah. not a, there's not a Big Richard. Mm, going to have to Google that. 
yeah, you might okay, want to try I have it. To Google that. There's a, is there a me, there's probably there's medium sized Richard though. <sighs> Could regular be. Richard, just regular Richard. <laughs> plain old Richard. When he goes by, just plain old Richard. Plain old Richard. Regular <laughs> Richard. Regular Rich. Hey guys. Or we'll regular Dick. Here. Or regular Dick. Come on. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> had to say it. <laughs> yep. So the artist formerly and currently known as Prince was having a concert at his, um, or a, a party. He was having a pajama party at his recording studio, which I guess is really giant. And 1,500 people can fit in there. And uh, there was talk on, you know, it sounds pretty good on Wednesday night. Okay, this is going on Friday night. It's actually 2 in the morning on Saturday. If you wanted, so we could have done both of our shows and then gone out at two in the morning to this Prince pajama party, but we would have been out all night, and we didn't. We didn't do it. You didn't do it. It was he's he's got this girl band that's backing him up, so they were going to play, and then he was going to play with them, and I guess he did. I guess he did play with them, but I just couldn't fire up to go out to a you thing. Have to at actually, two in the wear morning. pajamas. Well, you were supposed to dress to impress. In pajamas or just dress to impress? Those are well, two completely different worlds to me. I think either way, but nothing too. I think you were not not supposed oh. to be trashy. I don't think he wanted. I feel like it's one of those things where women can go to dress up is in pajamas and look classy, or they can they can have a lot of different looks with their pajamas. Guys, you just have one look: it's sweatpants or naked, right? <laughs> those are your two pajama options. There's no. I like that you're trying to confirm that with me. It's either sweatpants or naked, right? Right? Is that because those are my two pajamas? It's like, look, am I going naked or am I going to put the pajama pants on? I don't, How cold is it? I don't sleep in the pants. I just will do underpants. I'm an underpants guy. Yeah, I don't guy. sleep in the pajamas. I'm just saying that's as much pajama uh, stuff as I have. Yeah. I don't have any other options to choose. You know, I don't, I'm not like uh, Hugh Hefner where I've got some robes and some, you know, slippers and different fancy things that I might no. wear to a, a Prince pajama party. It's either me naked or me in pajama pants. Well, I'm a, I'm a man of a certain age, so I've got a bunch of robes that have been given to me over the years that I've just kind of put in the closet or they're in a box or someplace. People have given you robes over the years? <laughs> yes, well, when I've been anointed as their, as their been, you know, your I've majesty. I've been giving you the wrong gifts. They give you a robe. Know. They give you a scepter. I've got one of those ermine uh, cowl thing that I around my neck. Um, when you no. perform for the Senate at a secret underground meeting place. No, they give it. People give you. People give you a robe as a present. People, your 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 parents give you a robe before they realize. Oh, he's not never going to wear a robe. And then when we got married, one of our gifts from somebody was matching bath robes, and it was oh. yeah. And I put them in the box for when we go surfing because it's not a bad thing to get. You know, you get on your out of the surf and you put on your terry cloth robe. That's not a bad. <laughs> put on your pajamas. <laughs> Just dress up in your pajamas and drive home. Um, but, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't have pajamas. I think I gave all my pajamas to the thrift store years ago, and I'm just now I don't have any pajamas, and nobody's giving me more pajamas. See, now I wish I hadn't said that those were my only two sleepy. I feel like I blew it getting some robe gifts now because we better listen to the podcast and be like, don't buy Nigel a robe. He doesn't. He's not a robe guy. Well, what you need is to get on Amazon. <laughs> you need to go on Amazon and then get your wish list going so that people can go on your wish list and get you presents so if you want to get some robes but i don't you don't want a robe 
No, I don't. But I would like to see some robes. I could just go on Amazon and look at the robes. Can I come yeah. over and look at your robes? You can. I'd love to. I'd love okay. to see you in person, Nigel. When you're not you in know Canada. What happened with Greg was going to come go through your wardrobe, and then he, you guys just phoned it in. Literally, he, he wasn't able to come because he was planning a trip to Australia, and he had some things to do with his t-shirt business. But that's still on. He's coming really over. Looking, I was really looking forward to hearing the the chatter about that, and it wasn't there. It's going to happen. It was still a great episode. Last week's episode was a great... Let's face it, it may be better than this week's episode. <laughs> Which we're doing right now. <laughs> this is this week's episode, Nigel. No, wait, this, this episode is going to be great. Yeah. I feel it's, already, it's, it's a slow build. I'll it's tell you, a slow build. I'll tell you what I've got. I don't, have, uh, I don't have pajamas, but I still have the outfit that they give you... When you have a kid, they make you put on the surgical scrubs because it's an opera. Oh, yeah. It's an opera, and and uh, our daughter was born by the cesarean. It was a scheduled cesarean. So, when you go in the operating room where your wife is going to have a baby, um, you got to put on surgical scrubs. So I still have those. They're sort of papery. They're not paper, but they're kind of like you couldn't wa- put them through the washing machine. But you only wear them for whatever an hour and then you take them off and i saved them they're in the closet so that's the closest thing that i have to pajamas that's a good story right yeah that's what you want to be driving around in forget the rules put those on you don't have to wait in line at the post office you show up in those scrubs you're like i'm in a hurry i need to mail this immediately and then people are like oh my god he's out of surgery he needs to get back there and you're like yeah i'd be wearing those all day you got to get a couple of you got to get some you know steaks and get some blood on them too a little bit of blood yeah. and mucus on them where you're at the post office. Yeah. Like, I'm just on a short break. <laughs> and you put some hair nets over your shoes. Yeah, you got to do you that. The whole, you got to do the whole thing. I don't know why they have those on there, but whatever. You got to do that. Yeah. Oh, oh, this is a thing that I wanted to talk to you family of. Uh, do you have any stories of rudeness by people to each other? For this do week? I? Casual rudeness? <laughs> I mean, that's one of our favorite topics when we get together. <laughs> Casual rudeness. Well, so I'm on the plane, and this lady um, opens up. All at once, you can smell something that smells like uh, airplane glue or something. And she'd opened up on the airplane while we're in the air. She opened up that liquid bandage stuff. And I don't know what that is. Well, it oh, smells so like airplane. You get a cut to like glue your contact yeah, together. Yeah. Yeah. So she opened that up on the airplane, and immediately. Like for six rows, it smelled like we were we were being toxically assaulted by some kind of poison smell bomb, and uh, wow. she just she just had no clue. She felt bad once once she opened it up and the smell was everywhere and people were going, "Holy cow, what is that?" Because it just has to get circulated back into the airplane system and reabsorbed. So yeah, it was you screwed. Yeah. I had uh, I had this happen to me on a flight a little while ago that some lady, you know, people, everybody brings their pets on now, right? With the little bag with the piece of mesh in it. And you can see there's some yeah. kind of animal in there, but you don't know what it is. Yeah. So we get on the flight and I noticed there was a lady that had one behind me. And all of a sudden I was just like, my eyes were, I was, you know, getting kind of chesty and my eyes were all itchy and stuff. Because I'm allergic to cats. I'm super allergic to cats. And, uh. What's that? I didn't know that about you. Yeah, yeah, I'm really allergic to cats. The, the cat could kill me in minutes if they wanted to. Just by anybody wants to lap. assassinate me, you just throw a cat in my hotel room while I'm sleeping. That'll be it. Or I'll just be really irritated in the morning. Yeah, your eyes Coffee. water, you turn red, so you realize there's a cat yeah. under your seat. Yeah, so this lady, she let her cat out on the flight. 
like she had it like in her lap just running around uh-huh. and i was like what the sh-? you know like how how is that okay it's like because okay. i mean a lot of people are allergic to cats right like i mean it's i'm not i mean i think it's something like 70 percent of the population it's very high it's a pretty high number 70 like, might, 70 of, might be a little high i'm not sure what i want to look it up now because it's pretty high because cats, that, that dander stuff is like most most people are allergic to it unless you put a cat and you sort of desensitize yourself to it. Uh-huh. Is what I uh, is what I understand. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm just making up facts now on the internet. Uh, yeah, I see that's what but, you're doing. But so here's the thing: like they, they they took peanuts off the plane because people because of the allergy factor, right? It's like you can't have peanuts on the plane anymore. Did they really? Is that why you can't have peanuts? Yeah, that's why you can't get peanuts on the plane anymore. Is because people and that, that's something you have to eat. Like you have to physically eat it, ingest it to have an allergic reaction. Like a cat is just because it's airborne, right? It's that dander that just floats up, and then you're just recycling the air. So it's like, oh man, are you kidding me? This is happening so again. Someone's at your door. Again. Yeah, somebody's at the door. Okay, well, you go get it, and uh, okay. I'll be right here. Huh? Yeah, hey! Welcome back. Hi. Good morning. So you're getting a lot of deliveries today, that's for sure. Wow, that was it. The two two things that were coming came during the podcast, of course, rather yeah. than before or after. But anyways. Well, you're getting a lot okay. of Hey, Nigel, what have you had delivered? I'm not. Actually, it was people picking stuff up that I was getting rid of. Are you are you in the eBay yeah. business? Were you selling things on eBay? <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I mean, when you say that you're getting rid of, I've started I've started selling drugs out of the garage. Well, when you say you're getting rid of some things, what do you mean? They're coming to pick what up? Uh, just stuff. Out of, it's not even mine. It's not even my stuff. I'm just I'm just the man facilitating it because I'm home during the day. Do you have roommates? No. I'm going to keep it a mystery. I'm not even... Yeah, you're not going to reveal what it is. I like, just, what do you think it is? What do you think it is that I'm getting rid of? I just what love... Am I what am I doing? I kind of like the idea that um, a way of getting rid of things that you don't want involves shipping them to someone who doesn't know they're coming. <laughs> yeah, just deliver it. Just take something. Just whatever you got. I got a bunch of old tires in the garage. I ship these down to Jake. Just throw them in a crate. Yeah. Hey, did you get that box I sent you? Yeah, it's a broken radio and an ironing board. (laughs) Snow tires? Why did you send me snow tires? I don't need these. Yeah, that seems ridiculous. Um, What were we uh, talking about? Well, Prince's pajama party. No, we were talking about... uh, Oh, the liquid uh, bandage. Which? Liquid bandage on the airplane. Yeah, yeah, on the plane. Oh, the fish, the the cat. The lady's a cat, which, like, you can't have peanuts, but you can just bring a cat on the plane, like the most allergic animal in the world. Am I no, wrong on that? You're the most allergic animal on the world. The cat, the cat, I think there's a different word for the animal that's causing the allergy. Yeah. But the but one of the animals that people are the most allergic to. Right. And so you and were having an allergic the, reaction to the cat. Did you say to yeah. the, did you say anything? No, because by the time I figured it out, it was, we were, like, sort of there. But I was like, why am I? Because I thought it was just maybe the plane or, you know, the recycled air or whatever. It wasn't a long flight. But uh, by the time we got there, my eyes were all bloodshot, my, like, asthma. And I was just like, I just feel like if you're bringing an animal on the plane, you can't let it out, right? You can't just let your animal out and run around. I don't even know why you're allowed to bring them on the plane. Well, Should that be a thing that's allowed? 
Yeah, I think people are. You're not talking about. It's not a. Um, uh, you know, the other thing is that uh, whatever they're called, service animal thing. It's not a service animal. Yeah, this no, is just a, nobody has a service cat. Nobody's using it. Cats don't do anything. You can't. You can't train a cat to do anything. Right. It, <laughs> you can't have a service, like I'm blind. I'm going to let my cat guide me around. No, I think that the, the thing is they let the cats get on the. They let they let people bring their pets with them. Sometimes that's how that works. You can yeah. bring your pet. So I guess what I'm saying is, do you think that's? I don't know. Does that? Should we be doing that? Well, if people need to take their pets somewhere, like what if you're moving to another place and you got a van that's taking all your stuff in Europe? But they used to put them in the cargo. You used to have to put them underneath. Like you put them in, a, in their bed, like in their uh, cage thing, and yeah. you ship them the bags. But, they, but a lot of people don't do that anymore. They just bring them on. Well, I think they only allow a certain amount of them to come on that are not, you know, besides, I think it's unlimited service animals, but as far as yeah. if you're bringing your cat with you on a vacation or a trip, you there's only allowed to be two or three on the whole plane, but you have to register ahead uh, of time. Yeah, certified. it has to be a certain size. Like, you can't bring a, I mean, I've seen service animals on the plane before, which is totally, of course, that makes sense. Well, some of those are just insecurity animals, though. Sometimes people are bringing on their comfort dog. Yeah, sometimes people dog. lie and they... You can tell that they have a, a like they don't have any needs that they need to service animal for. Yeah. yeah, they're just like, hey, I bought him a little vest, and now I just take him everywhere. Yeah, I think I w- that's a bigger thing in LA because people really have absolutely no morals or standards. Yeah, well, <laughs> people don't, don't really. It's yeah, it's bad manners. I feel like it's bad manners. Well, you're lying. Like it's. I, I mean, I've definitely seen. Well, in our, I mean, walking around where we were it's you see that all the time and it's like there's no way that thing is a service animal i mean that's a it's like a yorkshire terrier you're like it's not what is that what is that dog and you look completely able-bodied to me like what is that dog yeah well you don't want to be a jerk if someone actually needs an animal to help them but yeah no i know what you mean you know i think it'd be funny to get on the plane with a help monkey just be going crazy climbing all you know they have those little (laughs) tiny monkeys (laughs) yeah and a little red vest I think it's really hard to have a monkey, though. Yeah, monkeys are a terrible pet. You should never get a pet it's, monkey. No, but I think it's it's like you're not... There's there's a lot of restrictions. Like, if you want to get a monkey, I don't think it's that easy. Like, you sort of... It's one of those things where you kind of have to have a zoo. Yeah, you can't just go to the I, store like you can't and just go and get a... Because I, I remember um, I knew a girl once that had a monkey, but she... <laughs> She was, and I was like, really, a monkey? But she was a playmate, and she got, like, half, I guess Hugh Hefner gave it to her as a gift. And it was, because he has, like, a zoo mm-hmm. kind of, you know, he's got lots of exotic animals and stuff. And so there was some kind of paperwork involved or whatever, but it's like, you can't, like, normal people, because I was like, how do you get a monkey? And she was like, yeah, it's a lot of work. Yeah, this is the second time Hugh Hefner's First the pajamas and now the helper monkey. Yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't a helper also, monkey. How big was the monkey? Did you see the monkey? Yeah, it was not very big. Not very big. It wasn't. It wasn't like a big. It wasn't like a like. They can't. People can't see this, so you have to say like, was it the size of a bowling pin or was it the size of a table uh, lamp? It was like like sort of a cat-sized monkey. Since we already <laughs> yeah. used a cat reference, like sort of a like a mm-hmm. big elongated cat. And would it run free? Yeah, it had like a diaper and stuff. When she then, left the house, would it have to go in a cage, or would she, would she come home and the monkey would be watching TV or hanging? Yeah, from there was like a cage. 
thing and stuff. There's a big cage, and uh, and I think sometimes we'd go back to the mansion and hang out with the other monkeys and stuff. <laughs> go back so, to the mansion. That's like a social social network of uh, monkeys. Okay, this is my monkey, but you can take it home, and it'll be like it's your monkey, but then it needs to still come back and be with the other monkey. It was that kind of a monkey, pet monkey. Well, I think so, but she also was a playmate, so she would go to the mansion anyway, so I feel like, why not let them hang out with the other monkeys? Yeah. I it think just, monkeys would be fun to hang out. If I was a monkey, I'd want to hang out with other monkeys as opposed to hanging out with just some, you know, people. goes without saying. Well, if I was a right? monkey, I don't know if I'd want to... I mean, it's not easy to be a playmate is really the takeaway from this story. You know, Yeah, there's you, a lot of work involved you you with exotic pets and things. <laughs> exotic expensive pets well at some point you got to change that monkey's diaper that's that they don't change their own diaper or they wouldn't need a diaper if they could understand why you need to change a diaper you could teach them to use the toilet that's true yeah i think general principles they're just not using the toilet like look that's ridiculous i'm just gonna crap wherever i am i don't understand why they don't just take the diaper off they can they got hands right why don't they just take the diaper this is terrible like as soon as they crap in the diaper why don't they take it off yeah maybe that's what they do maybe that's why you put a diaper on maybe as soon as you crap the diaper the monkey's like whoa I gotta take these off. That's really uncomfortable. That's what I would do. And they just take them off, and then you just go pick it up and throw in the garbage. Where they leave the diaper, and then you put a new diaper on. That's what I would do if I had a monkey. So you just notice, hey, the monkey's diaper's off. Now I gotta put a new diaper on it, and then I gotta go find the old diaper. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Right. That's that's the worst kind of party game ever. <laughs> like there's a there's a loaded I mean, diaper in our house sometimes someplace, <laughs> and we gotta go figure out where it is. Hey, everybody, be really, really careful what you do at my house right now because I still haven't found that diaper. There's there's a diaper out here somewhere. So, uh, seriously, sometimes it's under a blanket. You never know. Hey, Nigel, you, your you're clipping out a little bit. Yeah, I feel like you're clipping out a little bit, too, because I feel like you said something a minute ago. Yeah. And you looked sort of frozen. But I wasn't sure if you were pausing or if you were... No, I know. Well, we've been having a little bit of that this episode, too. There's a little over-talking. I'm trying to stay out of your way, but you're talking over, you know, I don't know connection thing or what's going on. Or if you're jacked. Maybe you're just jacked on coffee today. I'm just jacked up on coffee. But also, you're delayed a little bit. Mm. So, like, you just started cutting up there. So, I feel like we're, uh, you're a little bit behind on the... Uh, just when you feel like I felt like the technology of last week when we talked to each other on Skype was it worked just really well. Yeah, it was great. And this week, it's problematic. Yeah, it's a little bit. It's a little janky today because I have a hard time telling when you're. I think you're done talking because it looks like you're done, and then mm-hmm. more comes along. It's a little like the. But sometimes that's just the video, right? It's but the audio is fine. No, I can hear little glitches in the audio. Um, Let's start over again. We can't start over. Uh, is there somebody else coming in on this one? Who's the Who's the Who's the middle on this one? I think Belinda's not going to be in the middle. She's just going to come in at the end, or maybe she's going to have already been on. I, I don't know. She'll be at the front. She might she be at the front. She comes in high energy. That'll be good. Yeah, she does come in high energy. She's got a lot of homework though. She's totally overwhelmed at school. So if she comes on the episode today, she's going to come on angry. Oh. That might be good. Yeah. Well, this is great. You've stopped by to be on the podcast. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, yes, the microphone is on. I'm here. Hello, podcast people, podcast world. 
Everybody you, out there. Yes, yeah, it's, it's exciting. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> You're super fired up to be a guest on the podcast, you know. I, I've kind of held the horses so you could be on here. I was anxious to post it, but oh, no, I've got my wife. She's stopping by to be a guest this week. Yeah, talk about being a vampire for Halloween. You're going to be a vampire. I'm going to be a vampire's grandmother. <laughs> I'm going to be Mrs. Cullen, and our daughter's going to be Renesme. Oh, right, because you would be her grandmother then, wouldn't you? Yeah, but Ed was not really her son. I mean, I'm a sort of pretend grandmother, but I like that I get to be my daughter's grandmother for Halloween. That makes me feel good. Well, I'm going to be the grandfather then, all right? Yeah, you Isn't are, that? in a sexy blonde wig. It's I love that she nice. wants me to She wants me to um, shave my beard and dye my hair white. <laughs> Just yeah. to go trick-or-treating for a couple of hours. For a night, I know. Well, we've also got the Halloween carnival. There's a Halloween ball on Saturday. There's a lot of stuff going on. And our kid is fired up and ready. She's got vampire fangs. I'm glad she hasn't decided that we have to have vampire fangs. I could not be doing that. Yeah. And really, I don't have any time for Halloween because I've got homework to do because I'm a, I'm a college student. I don't know if you know that. I did know you were a college student. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I see you packing your lunch and <laughs> putting your book bag on and going off to college. Yeah, I put a backpack on. My Yeah, your little co-ed. Off I go. Going off. Yes. Yeah, so bloody college. I always, I always thought that... Kids. Uh, there was a lot more kind of sex and partying going on with college <laughs> students than I'm experiencing with you. I mean, are you doing that with somebody else? <laughs> when I first went, the first time I went to college, I did all that stuff. There wasn't much college going on. There was all the other stuff going on. And this time, it's all college all the time. Yeah, no banging. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell the whole world <laughs> about how, many, oh, how often we have sex. Oh, we've been doing our share of banging. Just, I'm banging? Very... I don't bang. What do you do? What do you call what you're doing? It's a secret. See, it's a secret what you call it? Okay. What right. do I call it? What you do I call to, it when we have sexual relations? Well, I'll think about it. I'll get back to you. Mm. I'll get back to your podcast world about what I what I call it when we're doing it. Um, yeah, but there's hardly time when you've got homework, you're preparing to be a vampire... You've got to dye your husband's hair. You've got to bleach your husband's I'm hair. I'm not getting my hair bleached. No, don't. Get, you could get a really ugly wig. That'd be great. Oh, we could sort of greet. We could put it back with desitin and put powder in it. Desitin? You mean the baby? The, yeah. The, the we're baby all going to be wearing desitin in our faces to make ourselves white. We're going to be quite we have smelly. Already. Yeah, we, we have it. We have it. It's be, got a lot of sand in it because I take it when I go surfing and I make all the surf mummers wear it on their faces. It's kind of our war paint. We put a couple of stripes of desitin on our faces. Really frightens all the boys out in the ocean. It's a good sunscreen thing. I could, I used to wear it, and then you thought I looked crazy, but now you've adapted it, and now you've taught these other ladies to do it. Yeah, they all look crazy. One lady the other day, I was like, man, she looks like something out of Planet from the Apes, but I didn't tell her that. I was like, ooh. <laughs> but now it's got a bit of sand in, so it's going to be so nice getting ready for, you know, for mm -hmm. to be vampires instead of rubbing some sand on our faces. Well, that's an exfoliating. It does both. Yeah. Protects than you those... from the sun. You need... Yeah, that... Plastics in the m makeup getting in the ocean. Yeah, we'll just be putting sand back on off our faces. Yeah, I was reading that in the National Resource Defense Council magazine. Well, you know, let's you, not talk about the environment's way too. No, depressing. we don't have to. I'm we, in. I'm in school learning about that, and we don't need to talk about it now. We don't need to talk about the environment right now. No, I've just got back from my invasive species class. It's going to be fine for a week. You know, in one sense, you're an invasive species because you've come here to America from your native country and you've reproduced. That's what I do. I invade you when we're having sex. <laughs> Don't blame. That's me playing invasive, my invasive species game. Yeah. Like 
yeah. I thought I was invading you, but really you're invading me. (laughs) Isn't that what's happening? Don't give away all our secrets, Jerry. Come on. I think most people know the man goes in the lady. Um, I don't want. Hey, there may be kids listening. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm not. I'm not. My my lips are sealed. You can't see that, people, but my lips are sealed. I'm not. Okay, I won't tell you what we do. But um, <laughs> but your lips aren't always sealed. <laughs> well, no, of course they're not now because I'm talking. Yeah, okay, yeah. right. So while I was in Minneapolis, I already spoke with Nigel about this, uh, but I thought, did I tell you about Prince, the Prince thing? Yeah, pajama party. Yeah, that I didn't go to. Pajama, like Yeah, there's Prince no way pajama. you would have wanted to go to the pajama party at 2 in the morning. Well, I like Prince, and I like to see him up close and in a small venue. So if it was Prince in his bit boudoir, you know, and I could be there in pajamas, I'd do it. No, I think there were 1,500 people at this thing. I mean, which would be small compared to we saw him at the Forum. Yeah, I saw him at a small club once, 20 feet away. That's my idea of seeing Prince. I don't want to see him in a big venue. You're but... bigger than Prince. Physically, quite a lot bigger. He's yeah, he's quite diminutive, really. He's yeah, and and what else? <laughs> well, in the older days when he wore ladies' undies and a long jacket, he really looked little as yeah. a person. You know, he was sort of thin and everything. Is that your secret? You look so small because of your ladies' undies. If I put a pair of man undies on you, you'd <laughs> I'd be scared to get in bed with you. No, it's sort of it's just the whole look that he... You know, when you get down to it... Have you seen David Bowie when he was wearing ladies' undies? I mean, they were both thin when they were doing it. Yeah. But, you know, you really show off how thin you are. It's like when you wear tight clothes and people go, Oh, have you lost weight? It's like, no, I'm just wearing tight clothes, moron. As a dude, as a dude what age do you think is the age where you kind of should stop wearing ladies' undies? No, never. Come on. Just wear them. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah, no, of course. If you, you should you go like. for it. You'd like to see Prince and David Bowie get back to wearing ladies' undies now? What about... Uh, I like... No, I'd have to say right now, David Bowie in his suit's very nice. He very looks nice. good. There's a, yeah, there's a particular blue Dior suit that I think he looks quite yummy in. So What about your precious you. Robert Redford? Can you imagine him in a pair of... Oh, well, I don't... He's not my precious Robert well, Redford. Well, but he's the National Resource Defense Council. I know, he's precious favorite. in that way. He's standing up for the environment. Hey, yeah, don't want to see him in ladies' undies. Most of you who are wearing ladies' undies, do it at home. I don't want to see it. I don't want to be out in the street. Don't flash me. Don't come on by. Don't think, oh, she likes to see me in my ladies' undies. I'm just saying, if you like wearing ladies' undies, go for it. Don't hold back. Do it. <laughs> That's your business. Do your business. And when you say most of you, you're talking to the men. Who are ladies wearing ladies' undies. Wearing, you don't really want to see anybody in their undies, do you? Or do you? No, not really. Well, no, some people I do, but it's not a... I'm not... You know, <laughs> yeah, why not? Oh, that's pretty frank talk, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, why not? Yeah, there'd be some people. I'd be like, yeah, I'd like to get a load of that and its undies. And its undies. <laughs> I don't even want to ask you on the air, who do you want to see in your undies, but in their undies. I mean, that just... thats not, I don't think of you in that way, as wanting to see other people besides me in their undies. This is sort of a... I don't know, I'm taking it back. Really? <laughs> what about my um, boyfriend, Benedict Cumberpatch? Oh, Benedict Cumberpatch has kind of put one in the tank this week with his... Uh... I know, I've heard it. People say it's boring. I'm so disappointed. I really wanted to go see it, and I was really hoping that he'd get down to his undies. Well, I don't know. Does he or doesn't he? Oh, who knows? But he's got all that blonde hair, and he's talking yeah. in that Australian accent. And you know. You'd like to see him in his WikiLeaks. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I, it was fun to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, Pete's really tanking the movie? 
It's not doing so good at the box office. I don't know if it's. I guess maybe people just aren't interested in that. I'm interested in it. I'm totally like to interested. In Fifth Estate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we should go see that. We can. I feel like that's when you can wait for it to come out on video. I'd like to go see the uh, video, video, video. <laughs> I'd like to see that George Cruz. Does anyone remember what movie that was from? Video, video, video. video. What movie was that from? Strictly Ballroom. Oh. We just saw that. We just saw that, and when he said that line, because it's it's such a it's great a line. good movie, isn't and the it? dad is so sweet. He's, it makes yeah. you happy if you're a grown up with a with a small daughter. You can watch that movie with her and really. Well, she danced. Vanilla danced from the beginning to the end of that movie. She absolutely danced her butt off. She was, was extremely fun. busy. Okay, you want to tell me something else or make me talk about something else? Or? No, I just wanted to say I want to go see. This is a good time for me to get you to commit to go with me to see the George Clooney and Sandra Bullock in space. Yeah, I've heard it's great. It's supposed to be beautiful. It's supposed to be beautiful, Gravity. right? Yeah. I like the way you're sort of strong-arming me in front of your podcast people. I felt like that was fair fair play after you said that you're, there were some people that you'd like to see in their underpants besides me. I mean, I, I don't put that right in your face. I'll be taking that up with Jake a little bit later about what he puts in my face and what he doesn't. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. This is so. This is such a naughty part of the podcast. No, I didn't mean it in that way. <laughs> um, yes. Well, no, no. I want to see that. I want to see that. You don't have to. No, I want to see okay. it. After we've seen the gleaners, you know, people picking up potatoes after the potato harvest. Oh, in been. France. We're going yeah. to see a movie about French scavenger um, yes, freegans. But- but middle class people do it. Everyone goes. It's a. It's a. You're allowed to. It's a law that you're all allowed to go into the field after it's been yeah. harvested and pick up what's left behind. If you so, did that in America, you'd get sued and you know slapped and jailed to be one. Well, of the, sixty. Do you know that sixty-five million Americans have been incarcerated? One in five of our population has been. Not have been incarcerated total. Are incarcerated right now. No, 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 no. no. We only have two million. No, you couldn't oh, have 60, sixty-five million. But you're saying sixty-five of the current population have been in jail. Not yes. sixty-five million total you know, in the history of two America. Two million. You know, we have about not in two the history million. of America. You're saying no. sixty-five million, million of the three hundred and twenty Ameri- million people who are walking around in America right now have been in prison, which is absolutely just. We went last night and heard all about it, and it was really. Yeah. Effing intense. You've got to start uh, judging people not based on whether or not they've been to prison because a lot of people have been to prison wrongfully. Well, yeah, that's or the, yeah, the way all the system wrongfully. is set up. Okay, you don't want to talk about that? You want to? Well, we could, but I mean, I was hoping that you'd be kind of a high uplifting. But yeah, sure, no, we can talk about our prison system. Go ahead, go for it. The well, injustice of it all. We met some um, people who'd been to prison, you know. I mean, the, the horrible thing is that people have been to prison wrongfully and the fact that it was so, that it was, or, that police were incentivized, you know, with money to make as many arrests as possible so that they, you know, framed people. But hey, what's, everybody knows that, so I'm just, you know. Well, right, but, and some people have been to prison rightfully. I mean, they did, the, they did the crime and they did the time and now it's time to give them a break instead of kind of making them suffer for the rest of their yeah, lives. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Get on with your lives and, you know, yeah, have a chance. Okay, um, What do you think is the longest you would wait for me before you married somebody else if I went to prison? Ooh, ah, uh, let me see. Um... Well, you ninety mean, days. I mean, if it was <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could go longer than ninety days. I could go. Yeah, that's nice to hear. Yeah, I could go. I couldn't go ninety years. I mean, I'd be dead by then. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah, think you could. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think you could. <laughs> yeah, ninety months. Mm-hmm. 
That's seven years is 84. Yeah, month. I think we should just measure it in years instead of months. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's a yeah, lot of Yeah, we were going for 90, so that's I, just was, I wanted to show off how good I was at math. But I am too tired. I've done too much homework. I've been reading. Oh, my God, I've been reading about all the migrant labor that had to work in California. Oh, Sorry, that's like the, also depressing. Like the Chinese people. Oh, the Chinese, then the, the Japanese, then the Mexicans, then the Filipinos. There were Armenians. There were Hindus. I mean, yeah. And we we were so nice to them. Where are they now? Actually, I shouldn't say we because that wasn't me, white man. I wasn't here. Well, don't. I didn't. I, I, I didn't do that either. I wasn't calling you a white man. Decisions I mean, were you're made quite honky, but on behalf of white people before I was born. That you yeah. Know, now I've sadly. I guess we, you know, we get the benefit of that. That's that's really the, that's really the dirty part of it. Oh, you know, I don't know. It's sort of a horrible legacy that we, you know, live with. Yeah, it anyway, is horrible. let's should, well, let's talk about something happy. Um, okay, like what? <laughs> I don't know. Want to make a baby? No, I don't think we. I don't want to make another baby. I mean, I enjoy. I love our baby. Who's it was now fun making her, but yeah, it was fun making her. It's fun hanging out with her, but I don't. I feel like I'm ready. I'm ready for her to grow up and go off to college, and then you and I can just have sex in all the different rooms of our house when we're 70 years old. (laughs) That is going to be sexy. We're going to be making some home home videos. We're going to be putting that up on YouTube. Right now, I'm going to go off to bed to sleep. Um, uh, Yeah, I think that's it for me. Mm -hmm. Did you know what? See, I love dogs, but I don't think I would bring my dog on a plane. Unless I really, really had to. Yeah, I, you know, I get it. People love their dogs. Everybody wants to take their pet somewhere and whatever the rules are. I just feel like, look, I don't want to have to sit next to your dog or your monkey or your cat. You know, that's that's too much. I'll sit next to your baby or your small child, but I'm not going to, I don't have to, I don't have to ride cross country with a cat. Yeah, I wonder what happens. Like, I wonder if I could say, because I feel like that should be a thing, that if you're going to bring a cat on the plane or an animal, like, because some people are allergic to dogs too, right? Right. So if you have an allergy, do you not have to, like, shouldn't that be part of the, hey, Jake, do you mind sitting next to somebody that has an animal? Well, I think that it's on you. I think if you said to the stewardess, look, I'm allergic, I can't have a cat right behind me, then she would go find someone for you to switch with, or he. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. you, but you have to say that. Yeah. I feel, I feel like, like they should, maybe they just have a designated seat for the person that has an animal and you've got to go sit there like next to the toilet in the back. Yeah. That would change things. And it smells like yeah. other animals that have had yeah. accidents in that seat. Like there's <laughs> yeah, always somebody like, sitting there with a dog or a cat. So it smells a little no bit carpet. like pee. Or... It's just, there's no carpet or anything. It's like, it's like one of those mobile dog groomers. Like your back is just there's hair and stuff on the floor. The seats all covered in hair. Yeah. Like nobody touches it. There's just hey, you and the animals go back there. That's a self-solving problem then, because people would stop dog or their cat if they had to sit in that dog cat chair. Yeah, you wouldn't want to sit in the in the dog seat. Yeah. Well, I'm glad yeah. we figured that out. All right, American Airlines, go. Um, so what have you got coming up this week before we – I think I think we're going to pr- probably say goodbye just because this audio thing, I need to fix that. Yeah. Um, this uh, weekend I will be at the comic strip in Edmonton. I'm going to be at the comic strip in Edmonton? Hmm, Feb- well, let me see. But, yeah, that's the one where you stay in the- – do you get to stay in the mall? 
It's in the yeah, it's in the biggest mall in it used to be the biggest mall in the world. I don't think it is anymore. I think it's like the second or third. I think it's the second because the Mall of America, I think, is bigger now. Uh-huh. Whatever. It's a big mall. It's a big giant mall. It's very big. It's got a wave pool. It's fun. It's fun. It's got yeah. It's got a firing range. So do you stay <laughs> you in the hotel? Do you, are you going to stay in the hotel or are you going to stay? Where do you stay? Yeah, I think so. I think they put you in the hotel there. Great. Yeah. So yeah, you know, and you get to just uh, walk around a mall for uh, for a week. Yeah. Well, you'll find um, out about all the new kinds of jeans, won't you? I guess I probably will. There's uh do you have you done anything when you go to that mall? When you go there and stay there, do you go have you been to the firing range and um, all I, that? Kind I can't of stuff? remember if the firing range was still there. Yeah, I'm there January sixteenth through nineteenth. Um so ask if you can come back and, and be in that show. Yeah, maybe I'll come I'll come back if I'm if I'm around. I'll come do that one. Uh, I didn't do the firing range. You know, I didn't do the wave pool or the skating rink either. I thought about it, and then I just kind of didn't get around yeah. to it. When you're by yourself, you don't feel like you want to do that. But No. It's one of those things. And the wave pool is like it's like in the mall. They have a big glass wall, so you can just look at people in the wave pool. So there's a huge glass wall where the shoppers can just walk by and see everybody down there. And it's on like the second level or whatever. So you're looking down at just these obese pale people because it's in the middle of winter time usually i mean it's it's inside yeah nobody's uh, going to the beach indoors in the summer so the only time when it's busy well and that's when i get booked there is in the winter time so you can't go outside so everybody's got their winter weight on they've all they've all put on an extra 10 pounds for the winter and they're completely pale because you can't let part of your body see the sun or you'll die yeah, it's just so it's really like just go there and stand there and watch it and then after you watch that you're just like well i don't want to go in that pool There's no, no way no you don't it is you can only even watch it for a little while <laughs> you, you, you yeah. gotta be careful what you eat while you're watching yeah there's lots of fat uh pale guys and little kids lot tons of little kids so it's just the two things that i least i don't I, that i don't want to swim with and the the hotel that you stay in has a you know, all the floors have different rooms. So I've stayed on the cowboy floor before, you know, where all the doors have a picture of a horse and it's like a Western, you know, wood. The rooms look like a <laughs> bunkhouse kind of. And then the last time I was there, I stayed on the kind of cars. It was in the hallway. They had a lot of car stuff and traffic signs and whatnot. And as I'm waiting for the elevator, I look over and I go, is that a little, is that a hole in the wall? I go over and look and there's a bullet hole in the wall. What? By the elevator, somebody had shot a twenty-two at some point. The bullet hole in the wall. Well, that's probably why they put the firing range in the mall. They're like, "Look, if people are going to shoot their guns off, let's find them a safe place to do it." Yeah, let's keep the gunfire in the designated area. <laughs> Look, I, I bought this new gun at the mall. I really wanted to shoot it off. It felt like the hallway was a good place. The elevator was taking a long time. I yeah, couldn't no, wait till I got the gun. Go to the firing range. range. Take it to the firing range. I was on Don't my way to the firing home. range, but the elevator was taking a long time. Okay, I get it. You're excited. You see your friend. You're like, hey, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Good to see you. Just like a Sam type guy in the hallway. When you check in, do me a favor. Ask him if uh, gunplay is allowed in the hotel. Okay. Was there, have there been any, Has anybody had a duel on my floor lately? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe. So that's where you're off to this week. Um, that's where I'm off to this week. I've got a private show this week, and then 
I'm in town, and then I'm off to Denver next month. So, um, well, let's try and well, let's see, let's see if we can Skype in. I'm going to see if there's some kind of software update I can do to get rid of this uh, nonsense. Okay. And I'm going to go in now like and see how much of this I can edit. To I'm going to have to, you know, there's a whole 15 minutes at the beginning that I'm going to shave off. But uh, do you have any there's party? A lot of wasted time. There's a lot of wasted time. There is a lot of wasted time. It's not easy. It's not to have, uh, you know, a tight show, especially when you're trying to. You're having a lot of your possessions shipped off to other parts of. Are they, are yeah, they going I'm to shipping, Canada? I'm shipping you snow tires. Are they going to Canada or are they coming straight to me? Those are going straight to you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Terrific. I'm working on a big pile of tires, so that's going to come in handy. <laughs> well, I was hoping you could just throw them in the ocean for me. Oh, no. Where, oh, yeah, no. That's where you want to put the old tires, mostly go in the ocean. Yeah, it's a great idea, except that I'm starting a tire for wall. I'm going to build a wall of tires around the property here. Oh, that's a good idea. Just to get ready for the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, because you know what? Then when the zombie apocalypse comes, if you set that, it'll burn forever. Yeah, it'll just keep burning, and that keeps people away. That smoke and the flame, <laughs> hot flames, really hot flames, smoke. I don't know if it's the best idea to be inside of a ring of burning tires, but oh uh, yeah, snug as a bug. You're yeah. gonna be just cozied up in there. Yeah. Well, don't worry about it. We'll see. I'll just uh, get plenty of hot dogs. Yeah, lots of canned hams. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, maybe roast the hot dogs on the fire, maybe not, see how it goes. Maybe not. Check the flavor. Maybe not, yeah, because it, it, it's going to add something. Yeah. 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 You don't want to eat off a burning tire fire. Well, I used to. <laughs> not anymore. Back yeah, in the days, that's how you were brought up? Yeah, that's how I was raised. You want a hot fire? Hey, you want a hot fire for cooking hot dogs? You throw a tire on there. Yeah. And these old lead paint chips. And then bring out the burgers. <laughs> a couple who thermometers. Wants who wants to roast a wiener? Oh, is that your phone ringing? Right? Oh, now the phone's out. It's my phone ringing, not your phone. Oh. This isn't how I like to do it. Oh, man. I think this was pretty good, though. We had a pretty good flow of, uh... oh, this episode, are you kidding me? We nailed it. We nailed it. (laughs) Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's face it. I don't know if we did nail it, but we did the best we could this week with what we had to work with. A little bit of technical difficulties that I am still Googling to try and figure out what went wrong with my software update that caused my thing not to be compatible with my other thing, so I couldn't get my levels right, and I had dropouts and cutouts. But that is not your problem. That is my problem, and I hope it wasn't too distracting. But let's face it, if you've made it this far, you've made it this far, and uh, so that means you can make it all the way. This is a good time for me to remind you, don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. And also, uh, maybe it's time for a little tuck-in. I'm going to let my wife say goodnight. Um, do you want me to, did I need to talk about anything else? Any other news? Nope. That's good enough. If you, if yeah, I really appreciate you coming on the show. As you know, uh, it's, it contributes to all of our well-being. Yeah, exactly. And uh, hi, Nigel. I know you're at the other part of the show, but hi. And uh, good night, people out there in podcast land. Sweet dreams. And um, I'll, see you ne- I'll talk to you next time. Um, I'll be on too. And um, toodle-pip. 
Well, toodle-pip indeed, ladies and ladies and gentlemen. And thanks again for listening this week to episode number 67 of the Jake This of Jake Johansson podcast. I'm Jake. You knew that. I didn't. I forgot to say that at the beginning of the episode, so I'm saying it now. When you're nice and relaxed, all the muscles in your body are nice and relaxed, unless you're driving a car or still running on the treadmill. But that's over, let's face it. This day is done, and it's time to let loose of all your cares and troubles and tumble off into slumberland, where hopefully, unlike me, you won't have dreams about zombies chasing you and destroying everything you've ever loved. That's my advice to you this week, ladies and gentlemen. Do not watch The Walking Dead before bedtime. Do that in the afternoon when you're in your happy place. And at nighttime, just watch things about happy people who've just gotten a new puppy. Remember when you just got that new puppy? Oh, those were the days. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next week. <laughs> okay, okay. That wasn't that bad, right? I hope I didn't just wreck it. Muchos gracias. De nada, señor. Tickle your balls with them later. Don't get sexual. This is great for me. I'm trying to-